0: This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional, and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 198 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Okay, we have a really good episode today. I'm talking to you about how to say yes to food. Yeah, I said it. Say yes to food. It's not something we think about in weight loss. And it's not something I've actually talked about on the podcast. I've talked about, you know, ways of saying no and approaching how you feel when you do say no to food, but the reality is we don't actually say yes to food very well either. <laughs> We do it in a way that messes us up, makes it harder, makes it so we don't enjoy our food. I'm gonna go through the common errors that we make with this and how to say yes in a way that supports your weight loss goals, but also has you enjoying your food more. That's for today. So today I've been busy. It's a long day. Today, I started this morning recording some more episodes for the Success Path podcast. Now, if you haven't heard about this, This is a very unique podcast that I've created for my members of Thrive Academy for Physicians. Now, what's one of the biggest challenges as a physician to learning new things and participating in a program is time, fitting it in, finding the space to actually sit down and focus on yourself. And yet it's so, so powerful when you can create space to focus on yourself and do things that ultimately will help you move towards your goals, will make your life better, like the coaching that's inside Thrive Academy for Physicians, it changes your entire life. It's so worth it. And yet the finding time is the hard piece. So I've created this podcast for my members called the Success Path Podcast. It is a private podcast where there are short little episodes, about five minutes or less for all of them, and a few episodes per week. And in these episodes, I am dialing down And teaching all of the content from the program in the most time efficient way. So when you join Thrive Academy for Physicians, if all you do is listen to the Success Path podcast and also come to one coaching call or listen to a coaching call replay per week, You are going to see huge results in your life, in your eating, in your weight loss, and in your life. And the whole point of Thrive Academy for Physicians is like, let's not just lose weight. Again, you guys are worth so much more than just trying to stick to a diet that you don't actually want to do for the rest of your life. What I teach you is let's design a custom way of doing it where you thrive in your weight loss, where you're loving what you're doing to reach your weight loss goals, where every day as you follow it, you feel better, and you feel more confident about your ability to do it long-term. And at the same time, let's thrive in life. Because guys, as physicians, it is time that we thrive. You deserve to thrive. The pandemic is somewhat settling down. Let's knock on a little bit of wood, though I suspect in the fall it's coming back. But life as a physician is not getting simpler. Right, I hear that over and over from the clients I coach and the other physicians I have contact with, and experience it in my own life. Is it is not an easy time to be a physician. There are more demands on our time. We are tired and burnt out from just like everybody else is, and all our patients are from the years of the pandemic. And so it is time for you to thrive. You deserve to thrive, and it's not going to happen on its own. So that's why I'm creating resources inside Thrive Academy for physicians that make it really easy, where you don't have to dedicate a ton of time each week. That's like an hour and 15 minutes spread over the course of an entire week to make your life better, to make you less burnt out, to enjoy your days more, to feel more connected with your family. It's a pretty good deal when we talk about time efficiency. I really do hope you'll come join us. I would love to have you inside Thrive Academy. Now is the best time to join because you deserve to join now. If you've been listening to the podcast and you've been working on your weight and you feel like there's space to thrive more in your life, why wait? Head over to thrivephysicians.ca and you can learn more and join Or if you want to chat with me about whether or not you'd be a great fit, I am happy to do that. Send me an email, info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca, or you can DM me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Dr. Siobhan Key, which is D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N-K-E-Y. You can DM me through that. While you're over there, make sure you follow the Facebook and the Instagram accounts too so you get all my posts. Okay, that is the main thing I was up to today. I also worked in my office. And then I have some coaching this afternoon. So it's a busy day, but a fun day. I'm looking forward to it. Doing things like recording this podcast, recording the Success Path podcast, creating other stuff for Thrive Academy. I get so excited. Like it's what I love to do. I love making this stuff for you guys. Okay, weekly tip, be nice to yourself. And this tip comes from a lot of the different themes that have come up in coaching calls that I've been doing through the week and in my other work. It's just such a theme of we are hard on ourselves. And being hard on yourself, telling yourself that you're not enough, you're not getting enough done in your day, you should be doing more, you should be further on your goals, you should be spending more time with your kids, all of these shoulds that we do to ourselves, they do not help you thrive. They also don't help you get more done. They don't help you become a better parent. What they do when you're being tough on yourself in that way is they make your days harder. It's like carrying a lead cape as you go through your day, but they don't help you change. Tough love does not create change. We know this. It's why we generally don't use tough love very much in medicine anymore because it doesn't create change. It's why with our kids, we tend to try more positive parenting approaches because it's more likely to create change. But when it comes to us, we keep going back to the tough love. And so after talking to a lot of physicians this week, my advice for you, my tip for you is be nice to yourself. Talk to yourself in the way You would talk to and encourage a kid who's learning new stuff, who's doing hard stuff and getting through it. How would you talk to that person? You could visualize talking to your inner child, an eight-year-old version of yourself, a 10-year-old version of yourself. And how would you talk to her? Would you say the same things like, hey, you didn't get enough done today. I can't believe all you did was see 20 patients in the day and you didn't quite get all the notes done, (laughs) right? It sounds silly when we think about saying it to a child, and yet we say that stuff to ourselves all day long, not quite fast enough, too far behind, maybe didn't catch everything or cover everything, maybe that patient isn't happy with me. We are constantly being tough on ourselves, and it impacts your quality of life, absolutely. Like I said, it's like this lead cape you carry through your days, but it also impacts your weight. It is really hard to stick to your eating plan when you spend your day feeling like you're not enough because then why would you be enough to reach your goals? If you are always telling yourself that you don't measure up, how can you possibly believe that you can measure up in a big goal that you may not have evidence that you can reach? The two kind of go against each other. And so when you spend your day telling yourself harsh stuff about yourself, It's no wonder you may come home and find in the evenings that you're just constantly eating, constantly snacking. And what that is, is your brain's way of trying to fix the discomfort that is being created by being mean to yourself. There's an easy fix. The food isn't the fix. The fix is stop being mean to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Now, everybody has a different history with this. Some people, if you're listening to this, you may be like, oh, I don't think I do that. I would encourage you to just pay a little bit of attention to the types of thoughts you say to yourself as you go through your day. Because I have worked with a lot of physicians and talked with a lot of physicians and almost always there's some element of this going on. So pay attention. And if you don't do it, fantastic. If you've worked on this, great. But chances are it's happening in the background and you might not notice it until you look for it. The other piece is Well, if it's deeply ingrained, if it's something you've always thought, then how do you stop? And this one I think is as easy as saying, I just don't speak to myself that way. Catching it and thinking, I don't speak to myself like that anymore. And if you find the imagery of speaking to a 10-year-old version of yourself helpful, say, how would I phrase this to her? I think that could be a really powerful approach. And then see what it feels like making food decisions If you start being nicer to yourself about everything in your life, see what your days feel like. If you finish your day talking to yourself about what you got done and how much you accomplished instead of what you didn't do and what you think you might have done wrong or not enough of. All right, that's my tip be nice to yourself. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I think if I had a magic wand and I could just take away this not enoughness that women physicians have. The amount of power and change it would release in the world would be absolutely amazing. Like it gives me goosebumps when I think about it because we are the ones that hold ourselves back in this regard. We make our lives worse. We make our lives harder with no evidence that there's any benefit to doing this. And there's enough hard stuff that we deal with. Why are we the ones also contributing hard stuff? Think about that. Okay. We're going to talk about saying yes to food. That's our topic today. And I want you to think about what is your experience about saying yes to food? How does it feel to you when you say yes to food? Does it feel different depending on the food that you're saying it to? Does it feel different in the situations that you say yes to food? Now, sometimes when you say yes to food, you may actually get a little bit of a, a jolt, a little high, a little dopamine rush from it, right? Right. Are there other times where you say yes to food where you get the opposite? Where you're like, I guess this is what I'm going to (laughs) eat. Thinking about how is it that we say yes to food and how could we do it better, I think is really powerful. When we think about losing weight, it's really easy to think on the negative side. Okay, I need to say no to this, no to that. And We've been taught that, but it helps create the restriction and deprivation that none of us actually want in our lives. If we focus more on saying yes constructively, yes in an empowered way, in an intentional way, then it changes the feeling of the food choices you're making in order to lose weight. And I think anything we can do that creates more of that abundant, positive feeling about the changes you're making in your life to lose weight is going to be amazing. And it's going to help you thrive. It's part of what I talk about when we talk about thriving in weight loss. Thriving in weight loss is not just always saying no and wishing that you could say yes. That's not thriving. That's following a diet. Thriving in weight loss is loving how you say yes to the foods that you say yes to. So think about this. I divided it into kind of two categories. Number one is the way we often say yes to the food we think we should not be eating, right? So the food that isn't going to help you move towards your weight loss goals. Often the way we say yes to it is we say yes, but because we think we should not be doing it, because we wrap up a whole lot of other thoughts into it about what it means for us to say yes to that food, then we end up doing it quickly, in a hurry, without paying attention, doing it in a bit of a distracted state, not actually enjoying the food that we chose to eat, we kind of beating ourselves up while we actually eat the food. And it turns out to not actually be as enjoyable as it might be, which is a problem because then we ate something that we thought was gonna be really enjoyable, and we maybe didn't get the same enjoyment out of it. So sometimes that then leads to further eating. Or we ate it in a way where we are totally disconnected from what we we're eating and don't really have the memories of eating. And so then again, that can lead to more eating to try to get the memories and the satisfaction that you were looking for from that food. So saying yes, but I shouldn't, saying yes in that like rebellious, sneaky kind of feel leads to eating that generally isn't satisfying. That yes, you're eating the foods that maybe you wish you quote unquote could eat, but you may not actually be enjoying them. You may not be getting the pleasure from them that you think they will offer you. The second one is saying yes to foods that you think will help you with your weight loss. So often when we're saying yes to these foods, it's a little bit like we got a consolation prize. We're saying yes, but I really wish I could be eating that. We're saying yes to this, but I'm a bit bored with it. We're saying yes to this, but if only I could eat like a normal person. And it doesn't feel good either. So the foods that you want, if you really look at it, you want to be eating consistently long-term to lose weight and keep it off, you're saying yes in a way that it doesn't have any joy or pleasure. It's like the old wah-wah sound when you say yes to it. Or it's like your second best choice. And that doesn't help you move towards eating healthy more consistently. It doesn't help you enjoy those foods more so that your brain actually starts to look to those foods when it's looking for something. How we talk to ourselves, the way we say yes to foods influences our experience of the eating of it, but it also will really influence the experience of your weight loss process. It's going to influence how easy it is to be consistent with your healthy eating. So how do you say yes to food in a way that's going to serve you? How do you say yes to food in a way that's going to help you get to your goals without feeling deprived and without feeling restricted? And how do you say yes to food in a way that actually improves your relationship with the food? That's a big one, right? Because when we're doing these weird distorted yeses where we're like, yes, but I'm going to pretend like I'm not eating it. It's worsening your relationship with food. It's eroding trust between yourself and food. So how do you do it? How do you do this in a way that strengthens your relationship and your trust between yourself and food that supports you as you go towards your goals? All right, I've got some steps for you. Number one, step number one in how to say yes to food is I really believe we should all start from the place of, I am an adult. I am allowed to eat whatever food I want. This is really important and I know that this is different from where you may hear in other weight loss programs, but if you struggle with being consistent with your eating, this is important. You are an adult. You are allowed to eat whatever you want. Every day you make multiple choices around food. They are all okay. We run into issues when we tell ourselves that there are good choices, there's bad choices, or we tell ourselves, I'm not allowed, I can't, I shouldn't. I'm failing if I eat that food. We make the food choices mean so much more than what the actual food choice means. I want you and your food choices to feel empowered. I want you to trust yourself to be empowered in your food choices, to trust that it's a better path for you long-term to feel empowered in your food choices, even if sometimes that is saying yes to food that's not gonna help you in your weight loss goals. If you're empowered in your food choices and you sometimes say yes to food, That isn't going to help you lose weight, which by the way, that's pretty normal and human that it likely will happen like that. If you're empowered and you believe you can make any choice you want, yes, you may sometimes make those choices, but a lot of the other times you're probably going to choose the food that does help you. And the step-by-steps that I'm going through here will also help you with that. So number one, start from the place of I'm allowed to eat whatever I want. I'm an adult and do whatever I want. Step number two is like your reasons for saying yes. This is really interesting. And this is kind of this concept is where I started this podcast episode from. Because what I noticed in my own mind is I have themes for what I say yes to food. And some of them are really crappy. (laughs) Like they are not good reasons to say yes to food. They're not the things I want to think about myself. And so I want you to contemplate, and this may take paying attention over the next days or weeks, when your brain offers a food, why is it suggesting that you say yes to it? What are the little things that get whispered in your ear by your own brain about why you should say yes? And what's really interesting is there's going to be some things that just are at the surface, like, oh, I really want that food. There's also going to be things that are more under the surface. And for me, the experience of this is sometimes it's like just this really soft whisper. It's a little hard to catch. But I feel this like reaction in my body of, I have no choice. I just don't have a choice. That's been over my lifetime. One of the biggest ones that has driven a lot of eating for me is I have no choice. I've you know, Forgot my lunch and got stuck at the office later. And so I've got no choice but to quickly grab something. You know, had a busy day, have a major craving, and I just have no choice but to follow it. Somebody brings in some food that I didn't plan well, I just don't really have a choice but to eat that. That's been a theme. So notice if things like that come up. Other reasons that maybe you don't want to eat according to or you don't want to say yes to the food because is the, I blew it already, right? That's a common one to make you say yes to more food? Well, I may as well keep going. I blew it already. Again, do you like that reason to say yes? Another one would be, I deserve this. I need a treat, that type of thinking. And there's no right or wrongs here. You get to think about this and decide for yourself what feels right. But sometimes the the reasons why we're saying yes are quite disempowering. Like My example of I have no choice is a really disempowering statement because At any moment in my life, I can guarantee I have hundreds of choices of what I could do for food. Or one of the choices could be just to not eat and I would be totally fine. (laughs) I could fast. I could have more water. I could go get a tea. There's so many things that I could do rather than go and eat food that's not going to help with my weight. And yet that thought feels so compelling when it's there. I think because it sneaks in there and it whispers in my ear, it feels so compelling that it can be easy to believe it. And sometimes I honestly, I partly believe it and then I catch myself. And this is what I want to teach you to do is it's okay if these thoughts are there. It's okay if they sound really believable, but you get to catch them and decide, do I actually want to live my life according to this belief? Is this a reason that I want to use to decide whether or not I reach my goals? Because really, that's what we're talking about, right? If there's something like, I just have no choice as a thought about food, that is going to get between you and your goals. Are you okay with that belief about yourself getting between you and your goals? I'm really hoping right now you guys are saying, hell no, that is not what I want to think about myself because you are worth so much more than that. And you are capable of so much more. You do way, way harder stuff in your day than saying no to food or then modifying a thought about food. So just ask yourself, is this what I want to believe about myself? And then ask yourself what else you want to say yes to. So this is step three. Number one was start from a position of, I'm an adult, I can eat whatever I want. Number two is like your reasons for saying yes. Notice the crappy reasons and decide, do I actually want to eat because of these reasons, or do I want better reasons? Then number three, ask yourself what else you want to say yes to. Because yeah, we can say yes to the food in the moment, but are there other long-term things in your life that you want to be saying yes to? And in that moment, does choosing not to eat help you say yes to the long-term things in your life? And so things like your goals, reaching your long-term goals, things like just feeling better in your day. Feeling like you have more energy. Things like feeling more control around food, feeling that peace around food, fitting into clothes that you want to fit into. What are the things that you want to say yes to in your life that you want more of in your life? And does saying yes to the food take you away from the things that you're saying yes to in your life? Number four is if it's still a yes, then go ahead and enjoy it. Say yes and enjoy it. Give yourself permission that if you're saying yes to food, say yes with reasons that you like and give yourself permission to enjoy the food, to savor it, to not rush through it, to get the pleasure out of the food that you are wanting to get from it, to be nice to yourself about the food that you're eating. And all of these things are going to help you enjoy the food more Plus, it will help you just get back to the next decision being something that's going to help you towards your goals. Now, I did these steps talking more in the way of if we're saying yes to food, that's not going to help your weight loss. But you can go through the same steps for the saying yes to food that is going to help your weight loss. So, again, you can eat whatever you want. You are an adult. You can make any food decision that you want. If you don't like what you're eating to lose weight, change it. Find new recipes, experiment, find new stuff. Step number two of like your reasons for saying yes. If you're eating healthy food that you think is going to help you with your weight loss, work on strategies of how you talk to yourself about those food decisions you're making, about why this is so delicious, why you're looking forward to it, how good it's going to taste, how good you'll feel afterwards, how satisfying it's going to be. How much it will nourish your body. Work on a strategy of thinking about all the reasons why you want to say yes to that food, not just because you have to, right? A very different experience. And then again, asking yourself, what is it that you want to say yes to ultimately? If you're like, do I order the salad or do I get something else? And you decide, yeah, I want to say yes to reaching these goals, these are important to me. Then that can be a good reason for saying yes to the salad and enjoying the salad. It can be a like, okay, I'm going to say yes to the salad, but I'm also going to say yes to really enjoying and appreciating this salad. And then number four is when you say yes to a food, savor it. Again, if we think that the food we're eating to lose weight is crap, (laughs) it's boring, you're probably not slowing down and savoring it. Maybe some of these new foods, if you actually slowed down and savored it, you would notice different textures, different flavors, things that you actually enjoy about it. A lot of our eating is done on autopilot and we don't get a chance to actually think about what we're enjoying in it, what's benefiting us, what feels good about the food that we're eating. So contemplate that and think about it of if I'm saying yes to this food that I think is going to help me with my weight loss, how can I really, really enjoy it and appreciate it? And Really, kind of feature it. I almost think of this like featuring it in your mind as like, this is the main event. This is the fantastic food we're eating, and it's going to be amazing. Because imagine if you thought that about the food you're eating to lose weight. If you're like, it's going to be amazing, I can't wait for it. So much easier to eat it. But we do the opposite, like I talked about at the beginning. Just a story about this my husband and I both are a little bit obsessed with this shrimp foo young recipe that I have. And I've made it before and I just keep forgetting to actually make it. But I made it a couple of weeks ago and then there's a bit of leftovers in the fridge one day for lunch. And I came home and I figured, oh, I'll just eat that and clean it up because I really enjoy taking containers out of the fridge. I don't know if you have that too. And then he came home and he's like, that's what I was going to eat for my lunch. I was thinking about it all day, but it's literally so good that two of us are thinking that's going to be delicious. So I made it again last night and today, I got home late from the office, didn't get home till two or so, and hadn't eaten lunch. But all I was thinking about on my drive home was, I'm going to have some of that egg foo young, some of that shrimp foo young, and it's going to be so delicious. So it didn't really leave space to consider, oh, it's two, I'm hungry, maybe I should just stop and grab something quickly, which would be a very easy thought for my brain to offer because I had all these thoughts about how delicious the lunch I was coming home to was going to be. All right, so as you go through this week, really notice how you say yes to food. What reasons do you use to say yes to food? What is the experience of saying yes to food? And think through some of the tools I've shared on, do you want to modify that a bit? Are there ways to modify how you're saying yes to food that are going to help you in your weight loss journey? And as always, send me how it goes. Tell me what's happening with you. I love hearing at info at physicians.ca. If you're loving this podcast, please hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening to it. Helps this podcast get found, plus you get all the new episodes as soon as they're released. And while you're in the mood for following, make sure you head over to Facebook or Instagram and follow me there at Dr. Siobhan Key, D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N. K-E-Y. And uh, you get extra little posts motivation throughout the week, as well as some videos and some lives that I do over there. All right, have a fantastic week, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.